Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Hey guys, welcome back. Just like the intro said, I'm your host, Victoria, and we are here to talk about TikTok. I'm super thankful for all of our listeners all around the world. We have listeners in over 39 countries, you guys. That's crazy to me, and I think that shows how global this app really is. There's seriously people listening from all over the globe, and I feel so lucky that you guys chose me as your voice of authority and help with TikTok. Now, you guys know that I started on Musical.ly back in 2016, and really kind of slept on my following. I had about 100,000 followers I gained from Musical.ly, but I didn't really know what to do with that. And back then, I was a brand new business owner and I just didn't have the time to put into creating content on Musical.ly. Several of the biggest names on social media right now actually got started on Musical.ly, so I slept on that opportunity, but I am not sleeping on TikTok and you should not either. In the last few months, I've gained almost 400,000 followers and helped my clients gain millions of views and thousands and thousands of followers on TikTok. So I'm super excited to be sharing my expertise with you. Coming from a social media marketing and strategy background, I really was skeptical about TikTok at first, really for the first year, because there wasn't a lot of traction for monetizing the platform. But now we're seeing more and more ways to monetize your following on TikTok and to transfer your TikTok following to YouTube and Instagram, which are more monetizable. Monetizable? Is that a word? They are the most easily monetized platforms. So whether you are absolutely brand new to TikTok, just starting your account, or you have an established brand you're wanting to bring over to TikTok, or you're just wanting to take your content to the next level, this podcast is for you. Go ahead and screenshot this podcast, put it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Victoria Jameson, just like the whiskey, and I'll reshare your post to my Instagram story to say thank you for being one of my amazing listeners. As always, be sure you're in our TikTok squad. That's TikTok like the app-squad.com. This is our Facebook community where we share tips, advice, feedback, and we celebrate each other's successes. So I would love to see you guys in there. I recently reopened my one-on-one coaching program. I'm only accepting two more spots. So if you guys are interested in getting some one-on-one coaching, this is going to be best for people that have specific goals that already are pretty familiar with social media and just want to bring their following over to TikTok or grow their brand on TikTok. I do have a program for totally brand new users coming out soon. I'm going to be taking beta test applicants next week in our TikTok squad, so be sure you're in that group. Feel free to email me or message me on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok if you're interested in more info on -on one-on-one coaching. Like I said, I only have two more spots, and that is for super goal-oriented people that are ready to put in the work and grow their following. Today, we're going to be talking about how people monetize on TikTok. There's lots of different ways you can make money online. Real quick before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. 
Like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about how to monetize your TikTok following today. There are four different ways that you can monetize. I think I said three earlier, but like I totally lied. So we're just going to go with it. Once we get through those, I do have part one of my interview with Nick and Sienna. So make sure you guys stick around for that. But before we get started with that, we're going to talk about the four ways to monetize your content on TikTok. A lot of people are asking, you know, when can I start monetizing content? And that is going to be different for every creator. And that's going to be different for every niche and every brand, really. Some brands are going to see, you know, 10,000 as a ton of followers. And some brands are not going to want to work with you till you have a million followers. So it really is kind of a toss up. And there's not really a standardization yet on TikTok. What I started to see is around 100,000. I started having the opportunity to work with brands, but one of the biggest factors is having a link in your bio, which right now is still in beta testing. So not all users have access to that yet, which I know is frustrating, but I am confident that it's going to be rolling out to everyone within due time. Is that even a saying? I don't know if I even said that right. So number one way to monetize your content is through brand deals. This kind of blows my mind because I'm friends with a lot of network marketers and they didn't really see their platforms as monetizable in the sense that they could work with brands because they were already selling their own products. But when you can find brands that complement something you're already selling or that are integrated into your brand, so if you're a beauty influencer, that means doing makeup tutorials and makeup content and makeup reviews and showing makeup products, which is great brand placement opportunities. You know, if you are a car fanatic, you can talk about like a detailing kit or I don't even know anything about cars, but I'm sure there's lots of little gadgets in there that companies that you might not think of that you could do promotions for. So if you own a car repair shop, maybe there is a company that makes aftermarket parts to upgrade whatever that you can work with. There are ways to monetize your following that do not compete with whatever product you're selling. Now, if you're an influencer, that means working with brands that fit your personal brand. So if you're a mom and you're doing a lot of home decor stuff that could be working with brands like Hobby Lobby or Michaels, working with companies that put together home decor sets. One of the things I do with one-on-one coaching is helping people discover brands that they could work with and reach out to those brands to get brand deals. So I'm obviously not going to be able to offer every single one of you something right now in this podcast that will help. In our TikTok squad, you will be able to get some feedback on brands that would work well with you. Finding brands that complement your brand and not just taking every single brand deal that comes your way, because they will, and uh, in our interview, Nick talks about this as well, it's important for it to fit your brand and be authentic and actually be something you want to promote and support. Number two is going to be affiliate linking. So this is a little bit similar to brand deals, but you are going to be promoting a product and your kickback is going to be based on the conversion. So if people actually buy the product or, you know, buy the service, sign up for whatever, some are just links. And there's actually an app called Yoke where you can promote mobile apps that I will actually put my referral link for them in the comments below in the show notes. That is basically a program that helps you promote apps. So games, some of them are like exercise fitness. They have different stuff that might fit your brand. So make sure it fits your brand if you're going to be promoting it. But you basically get paid per click. So you could get like 15 cents per click or whatever. There's just a lot of companies that do this. So this is a way that a lot of companies will monetize smaller creators. So if they don't trust that you are going to get the 
audience that they want for a post. They're not going to pay you for it, but they will pay you for whatever you convert to a sale, if that makes sense. So affiliate linking, this is something that happens on every social platform. If you have a link in your bio with TikTok, that is going to be the best way to do this. But I've seen people get around it with using Amazon affiliate links and putting it in their Instagram bio and then just directing people to that since there is a direct click to Instagram on TikTok. So there's several ways you could do that. A lot of different companies you can work with. This is a great way to monetize a smaller following because a lot of times brands will still work with you even if you don't have that huge, huge pull that they're looking for. Number three is song promotions. So there are a lot of companies out there that are looking to promote their artists. I probably daily have people reach out to me on Instagram and ask me to use their songs in a video. This is something you can totally negotiate on your own and is personal to you. Obviously, the bigger average views you have, the more pull you're going to get and the more you can ask for. For me, it's a little bit harder because I try not to put any cursing or vulgar things in my songs, and a lot of the artists that reach out to me have F-bombs everywhere, and it's crazy, so I actually haven't really done many of these, but there are some brands I've worked with, and I'm actually going to be interviewing a company pretty soon that helps people connect with music and musicians that are looking to monetize, so that's going to be an interview coming up. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast, either on Anchor or on iTunes or on Spotify or any of the other platforms you might be listening to so that you can see that interview when it comes out. Essentially, the artist or the company that's managing them will pay you to use the song so that they get more exposure on TikTok. We've seen with like Doja Cat and Old Town Road and songs like that that have just blown up because of TikTok. There's complete artists that have come out of nowhere because their songs have blown up on TikTok. So the value of TikTok to the music industry is actually insane. Matt and I met with Universal Records and they are now working with TikTok influencers just because of how crazy it is. Now, the last way to monetize your following on TikTok is live streaming. This is something that kind of fluctuates because of the algorithm. Back in early January last year, we almost made our full year of income in like six weeks of live streaming because the algorithm was so insane. So when stuff gets good, you got to take advantage of it because you never know when it is going to end. Using live streaming to monetize your following, essentially users can gift you in your live stream. So they can leave you coins, which are equivalent to a monetary value. Depending on what country or you know area you're living in, that's going to be different. And actually the gifts are different in different parts of the world, but people can give you gifts, which they buy with coins from the iTunes or Google Play Store. And then at the end of the stream, those are put in your wallet, which is accessible through the settings panel. When you hit $50 in the US, I'm not sure what it is in other countries. When you hit that threshold, you're able to cash out and that money goes to your PayPal and you're able to transfer that to your bank account. Now this can be good and bad. Sometimes you could go on live stream and spend three hours on there and make $6. Or if your videos are doing really well and they're on a lot of for you pages, typically that's when you get more viewers and the more viewers you have, the more likely people are going to be to drop gifts because they want that 
visibility. If you ever go into like a really poppin' live stream room, there are people in there just dropping gifts over and over and over just to have their name on the screen and get the attention of the creator. I've seen people say like, oh, well, there's no one on TikTok doing things that are worth gifting. But most of the time, people are gifting for the exposure or because they genuinely like the creator and want to support them. If you look at programs like Patreon or gifting on live streaming on Twitch or YouTube, you could debate whether what that creator is doing is valuable or not. But if it's someone you really love and you want them to see you and notice you, a lot of times that's what gifting is about more than anything. It's those super fans. Now, live streaming, you do have to have a thousand followers on TikTok to access and you have to be over the age of 18. If you guys have any questions about the four ways to monetize your TikTok following, feel free to reach out. My email is victoria at TikTok, like the podcast, radio.com. I will put that in the show notes for you. Feel free to send me a voice message as well using the Anchor app. Now that we're done with our TikTok tip of the day, we're going to move on to our interview. Nick and Sienna, like I said, are an adorable father-daughter duo. They have been on Ellen twice. They've been featured by huge musical artists for their adorable duets. And seriously, you guys, Nick is so nice and Sienna is so adorable and creative. I was super excited to get to talk to them because honestly, I can see them being huge online. It's only a matter of time, honestly. So without further ado, here's my interview with Nick and Sienna. Good morning, Nick okay. and Sienna. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. So I'm really Hi. excited that you guys could join me today. I heard that you're going to Disneyland later, though. I, we are. Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> that might be the better part of your day. I'm jealous. <laughs> okay, so Sienna, can you uh, tell me how old you are? Four. You're four. How old were you when you started singing, Sienna? When I started singing, I was three. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, so we started uh, making songs together last year. I want to say, thank you, baby, in April. So she was three. She wasn't five or four yet. But she's been singing for a really long time. Just kind of like, you know, humming notes when she was like a toddler and pretty much like the same thing as me. And I've been singing my whole life. I was really excited to connect with you guys because... I know you guys have talked to my husband on live streaming and whatnot. It's like one degree of separation. I feel like I always see y'all, but then I've never talked to you guys, so I'm excited. But I've definitely known who you guys were for a little while now, so just Aww. from following. Oh, I love that. That makes me but happy. But this is our first podcast, so congratulations to you. Oh, yeah. I get the exclusive first interview with Nick and Sienna. She could care less. She's just chomping on those goldfish. Yeah. I wish this yeah. was a video podcast because she's so adorable. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't do her justice. Yeah. Okay, so what got you guys started on TikTok? So definitely TikTok was downloaded for fun to watch funny videos while I was, um, you know, laying in bed or whatever. Um, and then like everybody else, you start to make the videos, keep them in your drafts or, you know, keep them on private and then then you start to feel confident to post one. So I just started making TikToks by myself in late 2018, uh, just workout videos and, you know, just random little singing videos if I felt uh, like singing that day. And then it was cool. Got, you know, a couple thousand views in my head. I was like, oh my God, like, this is awesome. You know, like, this is cool. Cause you're just used to like the usual, like 200 views on your Instagram with your friends and stuff like that, you know? Um, so the whole the whole way the algorithm worked on this app like really blew my mind. And so um, 
Sienna just happened to make her way into a, one of uh, one of the videos, and people thought she was super cute. So, which um, she is. So, are we surprised? <laughs> I know, right? And so we kind of she started just hanging out with me in the videos, and um, we didn't post any like anything serious yet until April of 2019 when <clears throat> the Jonas Brothers announced they were getting back together and going on tour. So I was like, holy crap, like, that's awesome. Like, that's my childhood, you know? So I started playing some songs for Sienna. Um, she really liked Burning Up, and um, I grabbed my guitar, and we started singing it, just messing around in the living room, and she just killed it. So I was like, well, let's take a video, and then I uploaded it to my Instagram. The Jonas Brothers saw it, they shared it, and it got a bunch of views. We got a whole lot of new followers on Instagram, and I was like, oh, well, People like when Sienna and I sing, so let's try another one. And then we took another video and posted it on TikTok, and then it went viral on TikTok. And then that's literally been like, that wasn't even a year ago yet. Do you remember when the Jonas Brothers uh, saw our video of Burning Up and they shared it? How, how did that make you feel? <laughs> it was cool, huh? Mm-hmm. It was exciting that they saw our singing. And then after you finished that Cheese It, who else saw our, our video? Remember when we uploaded Senorita? Yeah, they both saw it and then they shared it with all of their followers, huh? Mm-hmm. So that was like the theme of last summer was we would upload a video and just who knows how the artists would see it and they would share it. That's so, pretty crazy. Though. I, I know. I wanted to be summer so I could go swimming in their pool. Me too. I want to go swimming really badly too. Sienna is like, when she like says things like that, she's like your subconscious, like when you're thinking of like random things, she's the one that will just say it. She has no filter. Yeah, exactly. Just straight up. I want to go swimming. I want it to be summer. The Jonas Brothers, um, I don't know if you know who Lil Dicky is. He's a rapper. Yes, yes. We're fans. Yeah, Earth. We uploaded that. That blew up. He shouted out Camila Cabello, Shawn Mendes, um, all of their managers. Like it was just a crazy, crazy summer. And Enough traction was. When are we going to ask questions? Do you want to ask Victoria a question? Yeah, do you want to ask me a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. What is your favorite animal? My favorite animal? I really like puppies. <laughs> I think puppies are probably my favorite animal. Mm-hmm. I like horses and bunnies and rabbits and puppies and kitties. <laughs> well, that's more than one favorite animal, so you might have to narrow it down a little bit. Um, I like horses. The best? Yeah. Yeah, and unicorns especially, huh? Yeah. I heard you got um, some special unicorn stuff from one of our friends. Who was that? Who gave you all those unicorn toys? Ellen. Ellen? (laughs) Ellen. Because I was going to say, enough traction was, like, made that summer of 2019 to where we got contacted by the Ellen Show, um, and they asked us to come on, and we got interviewed by Ellen, and we got to sing, and not only that, after we went on the show, that was my birthday, which was crazy coincidence. On my birthday, I got to perform on the Ellen show with my daughter. After that, Camilla saw that performance as well, and she shared that again. So it was just like, it was just crazy, crazy, crazy times for... It like um, snowballs. Yeah, it did. And it was crazy. And then TikTok on its own, on the side, was just generating its own numbers. It was like a million followers by my birthday. And then... You know, and that was six or seven months ago. And now we're at six million followers. So you hadn't really accumulated that many before you started sharing videos of you guys together, right? Before we uploaded anything with Sienna, I was like at 1,100 followers, like 1,000 followers, barely. 
It's so cool because it's when people kind of find their niche, it does kind of, it does snowball and it does blow up. And then that's what you're known for. Sienna, do you like making videos with your dad? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are your favorite videos to make? I really like the funny videos. The funny videos? Yeah. When we do like funny skits and stuff or like different challenges. Yes. Ooh, let's test your memory real quick. What's her name? Um, Victoria. But yo, she does have such a good memory. I was gonna ask, how do you memorize all those song lyrics, Sienna? Yeah, how do you do that? How do you memorize those song lyrics? Because even daddy messes up the lyrics sometimes, huh? Even last night we performed at my high school and I got one word wrong and you can see her look at me. What happens when we mess up the words and we're singing? Just keep going. That's right. You just keep going. You're such a performer. She so really yeah, is. I think that's my favorite part out of all of this. This whole thing is I just get to like, you know, see myself and her and I'm just grateful that she actually loves to do it, you know? So yes, definitely. That's important. I guess the one video that kind of started it all would be that Jonas Brothers one, right? I would put the Jonas Brothers video and the Senorita video in two different categories because I feel like the Jonas Brothers video was, um, it was more for it to like click in my mind that this is something that we can do. And the Senorita video is the one that just blew up for the world to see, you know, us doing that. So yeah. Because like the Jonas Brothers video, like, you know, it, it wasn't like super viral. It was just a fact that they saw it and they shared it. And then a, 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 good, enough amount of, <laughs> a good enough amount of people were able to see it and enjoy it. And it just, if that's when it clicked, okay, let's try this and see how it goes. And then, then the Senorita video is the one where I really give the credit to like the blow up of everything because that one just, whew, like crazy took off. Like when I, the Jonas Brothers one happened, and we gained like 4,000 followers. I went from like 600 followers on Instagram to like 4,000. And I was like, holy crap. And then when the Senorita one happened, we jumped up to like 60,000 followers. And it just, you know, it was just crazy. Those two videos are the ones that changed our lives for sure, for sure, for sure. And I hope I get to meet Sean and Camilla one day because I really want to thank them. We got to meet the Jonas Brothers. Um, I saw that, that's so cool. Yeah, I was able to tell them how grateful I was for them for sharing that first video, you know. And it was just really cool to know that, like, when we went backstage to see them, like, they knew who we were. Like, that was the best part. They were just like, we've been following you guys for, you know, for a long time. We appreciate you guys' love and, and the bond you guys have. And I'm just, like, Stop. falling That's in love. so precious. Ah. And I like Joe. Yeah, you like Joe, huh? Joe's my favorite, too, I will say. Twins. Yep. <laughs> so that first video that blew up with the Jonas Brothers was on Instagram and then you started posting the videos to TikTok and yeah. that's when you started seeing big growth there too right yeah but because of the, the app though like that app just whatever they're doing I'll still I still don't understand the algorithm how it works and everything but you can literally post one video and get millions of views you know like, and it's so it's just Nick Jonas because that's his name that's my name yeah. yeah, that's why I like Nick, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, even now, honestly, I'll be honest, I still test it back and forth. What does better on Instagram? What does better on TikTok? And now I'm kind of getting the, more of an understanding. Instagram, I feel like some people, Instagram is more personable to them. I think the ratio of how many videos I have on TikTok versus Instagram has already like tripled. Just because TikTok, you can just put like a real quick 15 second one up there. But if like you flood your Instagram with that, I don't think people like that because yeah. it's more like a, you know, it's like a, 
this is my home kind of app. And TikTok is like, let's go have some fun real quick, watch some funny videos or whatever. Yeah. And because people don't have a news feed on TikTok, like they do on Instagram, that's actually a really good observation. TikTok and Instagram are very different in the types of content that perform well on them. And you can post a lot more content on TikTok because it's all kind of independent and people's news feeds aren't flooded with you over and over and over. Um, so that's actually not surprising to me that you guys have a, a lot more videos. How do you keep it fun for CNS? Because I know it can be hard creating content with kids or with people like spouses and people in your family. Anything that she doesn't like to do, we don't do it. And that goes with songs too. So any song that we've ever sang is a song that she heard on her own first and she likes it and she wants to sing it. You know, that's for sure how I keep her entertained with the music part is it's because she genuinely likes that song. And with the other videos, the dancing and stuff like that, you know, I'll throw an idea at her if she wants to do it. If it's too hard, then, you know, we'll skip over it or whatever. But for the most part, the way our day consists of if we're making content that day is we'll scroll and we'll scroll together. And if she sees something that she likes and she wants to try, we'll do it. There's a lot of fun trends out there, like, you know, the bubbles, the throwing cups into another cup. And like, you know, that's like, who doesn't want to throw stuff? What, what four-year-old doesn't want to throw cups into another cup, you know? You know, do cool slow motion videos where you blow glitter out of your hand. So basically, I just try to put myself in her shoes and be like, would I like doing that if I was a four-year-old, you know? And so that's how we do that. The other content, like vlogging uh, for YouTube or, you know, like a, a IGTV video, yeah, if I ever see that she's not having fun with something, we'll just skip over it. If she's getting frustrated, we'll, you know, come back to it later or just kind of do it. But I don't know. She likes to watch our videos. Like, she'll go back and just watch through our feed. Like, she'll sit there for an hour sometimes and just watch our videos. And I don't know if it's because... Keep turning it. Keep turning it. If it's because she likes to see us having fun. I don't know. Sienna, why do you like watching your videos of you and your dad? <laughs> because I love them. You love them? Do they make you happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you get older, you're gonna have so many videos to look back at. It's gonna be really cool. That's something that's I can't wait for. Like, it's really cool. Older, yeah, she has to look back and and that really speaks to like what the age of technology that we're in right now, you know? She's gonna get to look back and see all these videos and all these like, like crazy the things that we did when she was a kid. And I just can't wait. I'm so excited. But I'm also enjoying the moment. That's one unique thing about like our generation is all of our kids will have their entire lives documented from like the moment they were born because of the iPhone or because of phones in general. I know you mentioned that you have days where you create content and you also mentioned to me that you have Sienna on the weekends. So do you kind of plan out when you're going to do that content creation or do you do it kind of spontaneously when she feels like it? When it comes to that, Sienna's with her mom. Monday through Thursday, and that's my work week. And then, yeah, so Friday, Saturday, and Sundays are our days to spend time with each other. And the only kind of content that we really ever plan out, and what I meant by that was if we're going to make it. And I, it's not like, you know, I have next Saturday planned out to make 10 TikToks or something like that. It's kind of just like a, if we feel like making content that day. Sometimes we will plan out days with like to go meet up with other creators and things like that to make stuff. When it comes to sitting down like with a schedule, it's not really like that. However, I do want to start something like that, mostly for YouTube. I think a YouTube is probably the one that needs to be the most structured when it comes to content. And we have a YouTube channel, but we don't actively upload to it. So I definitely want to, I want to do that soon. I can see it's doing really well on YouTube. Yeah, I want to make, I want to make YouTube like, you know, a full-time thing and I want to 
make this whole life, you know, this whole social media thing, full-time thing. I feel like we're getting close, but we're not there yet. So um, that's why I still have my full-time job. One of our most successful videos is the Earth cover, the Lil Dicky song. And we literally were just playing outside. Like what's on the back of my socks? Hey, hey, who's talking? You gotta wait till daddy's talking and then you can show your socks, okay? And that's totally okay. I'm not mad. I just wanna let you know that when someone's talking, remember you have to wait, okay? And then you want to, sh- we'll show you her socks after, okay? And then I have, a, I have a question for you after that, Sienna. It's a little piggy on the back of your sock. <laughs> as far as content goes for like TikTok, that's really honestly, that's not planned. That just happens. Instagram, I still don't understand when to post for Instagram. I've tried to look at my analytics. I try to post when it says most people are on, but it, I still don't understand it. It's kind of, it's really, I wish I had someone to help me with that. I just want to get that reach. I don't really care about the likes. Like the likes don't bother me. I just want to make sure everyone is being able to see our content. I think Victoria has a question for you. Please. So do you help your dad come up with video ideas, Sienna? Do you ever think of the ideas for the videos or does daddy always think of the ideas for the videos? Both. Both of them? Yeah. 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 Sometimes, you know, I'll take most of the lead for the videos, obviously. We'll be doing something and she'll have, uh, she'll have her opinions on how she wants to do it. And then, you know, we'll do it that way. And I'll always write it in the caption. Uh, Sienna came up with this dance, like, or she choreographed this whole thing. She directed this entire TikTok because she did. You mentioned about your full-time job. So you are a police officer, right? That's really cool. Sienna, what do you think uh, about your dad being a police officer? Does it make you happy, Sienna? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be police officer. Yeah. When we went on the Ellen show, that was something that she said that took a lot of hearts and, you know, made people fall in love with her because she said she wanted to be a singer and she wanted to be a police officer so she could help me. Oh. Uh, Yeah. And that just goes straight back to just, you know, seeing myself inside of her because I always wanted to be a cop and I always wanted to do music. Um, since I was young, very young, my all on my dad's side of the family, everybody sings. Like all my uncles, they just all karaoke. Did it, and did it take for a long time for you to get a grown up? Did it take a long time for me to become a grown up? Yeah. Um, it took eighteen years for me to become a grown up. Well, how many years is it gonna take for me? Well, you're gonna be five years old. So if you take away five from eighteen, thirteen more years, and then you'll be a grown up. You're almost there. <laughs> yeah, so, and then my mom's side, all of my uncles are all cops, and they all joined the military. So I had those huge two influences in my life growing up, um, and after high school, I joined the Marine Corps for four years, um, became a cop, and, you know, still singed and made music, and just like, but just for mostly myself and my family, um, but it wasn't until this little human rolled around into my life where, you know, we were able to kind of make something happen from it so it's really cool and if you guys haven't heard nick he has a great voice so there there is some talent there obviously that's where sienna gets it from i know i know she's in she she definitely got the singing from me and then being able to memorize the lyrics she got that from her mom because i am horrible with lyrics and it's a running joke in my family because every viral video that we have senorita skyscraper that we just took yesterday even on ellen I always mess up like one word and Sienna never lets me live it down. Every time we watch the Ellen clip and you, she hears me say the wrong word. She's like, Oh, you messed up. You said the wrong word. But her mom actually is a beast when it comes to memorizing lyrics. I always remember that for sure. Sienna, do people recognize you when you and your dad are places? 
Mm, yes. What happens out there? People know us and we don't know them. <laughs> what, yeah, do we'll look, what do you say? What do you say to people when they walk up to us? Hi. Yeah. Yeah. What do we usually do? Take pictures of them. Yeah, we'll take pictures and we'll say hi. We'll make them feel special because they really, really love us and they watch all of our videos. So cute, like when they're really, really nervous, like super crazy nervous. I'm just like, why? <laughs> it's cool that we affect people that way. That makes me super happy and, you know, makes all of it worth it. And all of our bios, if you look in our bios, we just want to make people smile. That's it. If we can make one person smile a day, then mission accomplished. Am I right? I you guys are doing a good job because I've been grinning from ear to ear this entire interview because Sienna is so stinking cute. Oh, you're Even so though cute. she is totally a normal four-year-old and very distracted right now, but it's, yeah. cute. it's so cute. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay, so do people ever recognize you at work? Like you pull someone over and they're like... That particular situation hasn't happened yet. I have been recognized by some bad guys before. But yeah, no one's, no one, I've never pulled someone over and they've been like, hey, I know you. Not yet. So we'll see that if that ever crazy. happens. I know. Sienna, do you want to ask me a question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you're just itching to talk. <laughs> okay, go for it. What's your favorite food? Ooh, my favorite food. Mm, I really like sushi. Have you ever had mm. sushi? <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> I figure it's probably not a food most four-year-olds would eat. mac and cheese. Ooh, mac and cheese is good too. Okay, so you talked a little bit about um, wanting to make TikTok like a more full-time gig or make social media more of a full-time gig. Do you guys currently like do brand deals or, you know, make money from going live or anything like that? Well, yeah, so definitely my main income right now is uh, being a cop. And that's why like I'm afraid to leave it. That's That comes health insurance, retirement, all the right. goodies, all importance the the thing about this is that makes it really hard is tiktok and instagram like doing these brand deals gives you like a taste of like oh wow like this is crazy like what some people will pay for a branded picture or a post or whatever it gives you a taste of what it can really what it could be like but there's nothing consistent about it it's not consistent at all. Brand deals, speaking specifically about brand deals, unless you know you sign into a, a contract where you're doing reoccurring posts, then you know you have to like hope that you're gonna get one. That's why I'm gonna be looking to YouTube to get that consistent passive income with you know the content. Yeah, we do brand deals. I like to just do like the wholesome ones. I'm never gonna knock somebody for trying to you know better their business, but I'll get emails from like you know medical marijuana dispensaries to like. And I don't even reply to them. It's yeah. kind of just like, not, I don't take it disrespectfully or anything. I don't reply and be like, how could you ask us to do this? But it's like, it's our brand. We're not going to talk about, you know, marijuana. Like they're trying to, you know, rep their business. I get that. That's cool. I respect that. But, you know, I don't think you would should be sending it to a dad and a daughter. Right. And like, I'm sure there are some brand. creators out there that that would be a great match for their brand. Oh, yeah. But we like to just stick around the wholesome brands. Like, you know, we've done some stuff with IHOP. We've done some stuff with Hasbro, Kool-Aid. My heart's right here, right? Yeah, your heart's right there. We did something with uh, a little company, this little toy robot company. You built a little robot and, you know, you can control it with your phone. Botsies, it was called Botsies. And then when it comes to, like, music promos, like, you know, it always has to be clean, you know, music. Right. With TikTok, you said you guys, like, watch, you go through the feed together and kind of see what 
content you guys want to create. I know on TikTok, there's a lot of stuff out there that is very vulgar or, you know, not kid appropriate. How do you kind of protect her from that when you guys are? Well, um, there's a huge feature on TikTok where if you click, if you hold down the video, just press on the actual video itself. You can click not interested and it'll show you less things like that. I feel like our feed is pretty tailored to us now to where it, nothing vulgar pops up anymore. But I did test it once. I logged into somebody else's um, TikTok once and, you know, like with a fresh, no, no, uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it, but. No algorithm yet. Like yeah, no, no algorithm yet. No, not tailored. Yeah, I, I tested it and there was a lot of stuff on there where I was like, holy crap, like I wouldn't want CNN seeing this. But yeah, we haven't really had any instances where we came across anything too crazy. But if we do, I'll report it right away. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff out there. That's what I try to tell people is like the For You feed is super curated to what you watch. Like even if you don't like a video and you just watch it all the way through, it will still say like, oh, they like stuff like this. So that's actually really cool and good to know that for, you know, more family friendly content it will kind of pick up on that. So that's actually really interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. I know they put a lot of restrictions on kids con type content on YouTube. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'll be interested to see how you guys are able to navigate that because I'm not super knowledgeable on YouTube as much as I am on TikTok, but it's become kind of an issue for a lot of creators is what I've heard because you can't monetize some kids content now. And I just know one of the biggest restrictions is like making your page a family friendly page. Um, and along with that comes like premium ads um, things like that. Like, you know, obviously we don't curse Excuse in our videos. Me, oh, she wants to show you that the heart is flowing. Oh my goodness. Wow. Look at that magic trick. Maybe you can make a TikTok of that. Cool, huh? Wait, I think I got a good magic trick that actually look like it's phony. You like hold it like this and I do the magic. Okay, so I'll hold it and then you make it look like you're doing the magic like <gasps> that. And this is That's how like we make a real magic trick. This is how we make content, people. Just like that. <laughs> See, Sasha's so like a small example, you know? I love that. She's so cute. Yeah. Sienna, you kind of make me want a baby. <gasps> Don't How tell my you? husband I said that, though. <laughs> How old are we? Yeah. We're 27, so we're about your age. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn 29 in September. We turned 28 this year, so you're like a year older than us. But, you know, having a kid is a big lifestyle change, so that's my biggest. Oh, sure. yeah. That's but your my child, biggest reservation. Actually, your child will come out very talented. I hope so. Based off both of you guys. Let's, well, let's hope so. Crossing our <laughs> fingers on that. I think my biggest fear is having a kid that doesn't want to be part of like the spotlight or part of social media. Because, you know, there are some families where some of their kids want to be super involved and some of them don't. Or, you know, they decide at an older age they don't want to be involved. So that's kind of one of my biggest fears but I think as long as you just make it fun as long as you never make it stressful yeah um and you know you just if they don't want to do it that day then oh well don't do it that day like yeah. that's how we do it like I never ever want her to to think of TikTok or making content like stressful so that's yeah. why like when it does get difficult we take a break it's or like you know if she just really can't get something we'll just forget about it we'll move on you know so and that's a great example for all creators, though, I think, because yeah, even me sure. and Matt have situations where it is stressful, where it's like this one shot isn't working out, or it's going to get dark before we were supposed to go do something, and it does create stress. So I think that's a good example for anyone to take that is creating content on social media is to keep it fun. Like, that should be number one priority. But it's hard sometimes because we do get wrapped up in it.
Thank you so much for pushing play today. That's it for this week's episode. Remember to subscribe and leave us a rating or review if you liked what you heard. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram and TikTok and join our exclusive Facebook community group for more support and guidance as you grow. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson, and I'll see you next week for another episode of TikTok Radio.